sure you like, subscribe, and hit that bell icon. Hello, and welcome to Let's Sip and Talk with Freema. So today we have a lunch special. We're doing it kind of early today, a different day. Hey, anything goes on Let's Sip and Talk with Freema. Today we have on a special guest. We have the founder of the Bangkok, and I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly, Invaders. Um, DJ, and I don't want to say Uno, Uno, but he will correct me once he come on. But I'm excited to have him on. He's a famous DJ, been doing it for a while. We just want to pick his brain, hear a little about him. So without further ado, let's bring on... On DJ Uno or Uno, which is it? D -D -D DJ Uno. Uh huh. Bangkok Invaders, Shadyville, Bump Squatters. Cause I run in here, I thought I told you I'm a beast now, that's what I grown to They running around, talking, talking like they doing something When I talk to them, boy, they like they doing nothing I'm like Kanye, looking for some power Looking for another beat to devour My hunger pain, you can hear the growling In the darkest hour, you can hear the howling In the full moon, waiting for my right shines 2011, boy, yeah, it's my time today i'm good i'm good how you doing Prima? i'm doing fine now did i pronounce that right is it dj ono or you did ono oh, ono's oh, oh no okay yes. dj ono oh, oh, was that you rapping on your video just now no that wasn't me that was my boy Callo. uh okay on your show i'm not too I sure did. You, did you have i Callow? did oh, yeah, i did have Callow. <laughs> that was oh, over cool. coat one of whiskalifa's hit, hit tracks black and yellow um yeah yeah that's an old video though <laughs> it is it still it still sounds good <laughs> i enjoyed it so so tell us a little about yourself how'd you get started where'd you get your name from i want to know it all actually ono is actually my surname it's my real oh. surname and uh you know i just came about it while i was a teenager and uh man i've been i've been i've been djing for about 20 22 years Wow. I've been in the game for a minute, yo. <laughs> so let me ask you, if you don't mind, you don't have to answer. How old are you? Because you don't look as old. So oh, I'm man, assuming. I'm 41 this year. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm wow. I would have never thought. Damn, wow. that's that Asian blood, Freema. Okay. <laughs> well, you're aging very blood, well. You know? Wow. I'm impressed. <laughs> so what made it what what started you um wanting to become a dj 
Man, I, growing up, uh, I was born and raised in uh, Vancouver, Canada. Um, and uh, my brother was a DJ. And um, okay. yeah, he pretty much, and him and his whole crew inspired me. You know, I'd be holding his crates, sneaking into the club when I was like underage still, you know, just so I can get in. And I'd be watching yeah. them since I was like 16. And uh, man, as soon as I as soon as I got was able to be in the club legally, man, I, I was right up on the decks right away. So I was training myself at an early. So what would you say like the first time you kind of, well, I don't know what you call that, mix the tape, mix the first time I really touched any anything. I was probably around 15, 16. Okay. Yeah, and then I started really taking it serious. I would say around the age of twenty. Yeah, I moved wow. out to Asia at that time. Uh, okay. The age of 20. Exactly. Do you think that was the best move for you to move to Honestly, Asia? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was uh, It was a good move. The timing was good. During that time, hip-hop was just starting to begin in Asia as well, especially Southeast right. Asia. And um, I, I, I was able to just jump right into it. And, and I met the right people at the right time. You know, the right, right, uh, right DJs. Uh, my partner, DJ Buddha. And the whole crew, Titanium, out here in Th in Thailand, right? And, uh, we've we've just been riding this wave since like 2000 onwards. Wow, 20 21 years now. That's a long time. And then you're successful yeah. at it. Like, um, is your marketing strategy crazy, or is just like you said, who you know and the promoting I think, and everything? I mean, it. I think from the get go, it, it's 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 uh, we just we just uh, I mean. We were pretty much like the pioneers of this whole hip hop thing out in Southeast Asia. So we kind of got lucky with that being kind of the first movement. And uh, and we we're really lucky to be working with these uh, hip hop pioneers, Titanium, who are the legendary mm -hmm. hip hop artists out here in, in Thailand, Southeast Asia. And then um, basically me and uh, DJ Buddha, we formed a DJ crew called the Bangkok mm -hmm. Invaders. Um, in, or I would say around 2006, 2007. I would say something similar to like in the U.S. You have the heavy hitters, you mm -hmm. have the Shadyville DJs, you got you got scam artists. So something similar to that, and uh, we mm -hmm. created that movement, and we got about 65 DJs in the crew now, and about wow. yeah, over 10 MCs in the crew as well. And, so uh, how we does that work? Someone book the Bangkok Invaders, and then one of you guys go out, or how, how does that yeah, work exactly. as a whole group? One of us yeah. goes out. I mean, we work as a collective as well. We work individually oh. as well. Um, we give everyone an opportunity um, in in every aspect, whether they're an MC, if you want to rap, if you want to DJ, you want to be a DJ. You know, we we help open those doors. Um, oh, wow. Me and That's DJ nice. would also uh, opened a DJ Academy out here in Thailand. It's called the Bangkok Invaders DJ Academy. Wow. And, um, yeah, we got over a hundred students since we started about maybe three years ago. Well, and, wow, that's uh, amazing. Yeah, so we kind of, I mean, you know, we're, we're the OGs now, so we're kind of <laughs> giving back to the culture, and uh, we're letting you know kids from like we got kids that are like ten years old starting to learn how to DJ, and then we got even like forty year old cops, like a cop that wants to learn how to DJ. Really? So yeah, very diverse. Uh, yeah, it's a very diverse market, and 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 yeah, it's been it's been incredible. Are you guys offering the academy online where someone can learn virtually, or that's kind of impossible to yeah? To well, learn we we kind of tried that during the COVID thing, 
but um, mm-hmm. it was still it wasn't so easy with the because it's more like a hands-on thing hands-on yeah the physical part is, is 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 really important i mean we could teach them visually but i think it's not enough and but we've been really 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 fortunate out here in thailand i mean we had okay. like um when we first got covid we had like a two-month lockdown really mm-hmm. hard lockdown like heavy curfew the whole wow. world yeah you weren't even allowed to leave your house and then um after the two months we were right back to normal until uh just recently uh until uh new year's pretty much new year's early jan 2021 mm-hmm. we came right back into the uh not into full lockdown but i would say like a semi-lockdown now so we were pretty fortunate we had about a good seven eight months where we were pretty much back to normal pretty much open yeah everything open you know clubs open everything festivals going on um yeah the whole work so we were really lucky with that well that's good hopefully to get back to where you know it's not a um a lockdown anymore if everyone listens and do what they're supposed to do um what would you say one is one of the biggest obstacles as you know becoming a dj like for the students you have what do you think is most challenging for someone that wants to learn djing I think I think like the DJing side, the skill wise and, and, and mixing wise now is it's such an easy concept. It's all digitalized. Mm-hmm. I think it's more the side of branding yourself, taking that brand to yourself as a brand to the next level and how you're gonna get jobs, how you're gonna get gigs, right. how you're gonna get sponsorships, um, and then just taking it from there. Cause I mean, you know, you got social media now that helps people de- you know, get gigs. Right. You know, you got a top 100 DJ list in the world, which which is very influential in, in certain factors of DJing. Um, so basically, I really think it's about building your brand as a DJ because there's just so many DJs out there now. It is a lot. And then y'all are creating more and more. <laughs> yeah, now we're creating more and more. So yeah, it is it, it is a really high competitive market. Um, female DJs are killing it too right now in all genres, hip hop, EDM open format you name it so and i guess during covid um djs who were successful and who were on tour who were on the road all the time are realizing the 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 downside of of not being able to tour so everybody went online you know everybody found other ways to, to 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 still keep relevant and and promote themselves which is one of the hardest things i think during covid i can imagine yeah, as a DJ to keep relevant, man, not easy. <laughs> so when you go, when a DJ go on tour, is it because of the DJ? He's actually, you know, been asked to come and DJ for different people or you're actually following like uh, uh, someone that's performing, if you get what I'm asking. So we're doing both. Yeah, we do doing both. Um, DJ Buddha, my partner, he's the official tour DJ for Titanium. So when they have a mm-hmm. concert, uh, he's got to go on tour with them. And, and, and play all the tracks, the backing tracks. He pretty much sets the whole show with, for them. Um, so that's one one way of touring as a DJ. And then the other way of touring is, is showcasing just as a DJ and, and playing songs, rocking the crowd, rocking the mic. And yeah, that that aspect of DJing is what I really love. <laughs> oh, okay. I was wondering, because yeah. I know, you know, like some DJs go on tour and I'm like, is it just the DJ going on a tour or they're on tour with someone? So it can be both, either or. It can be both, exactly. But, be, you know, going on tour with artists and, and going on tour with, uh, 
you know, there's so many ways of going on tour. You could be going on tour with with a, with a celebrity. Uh, mm-hmm. You could be going on tour with a comedian, like like Dave Chappelle. He's got his own DJ. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know Russell Peters. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's got his own DJ. Um, you know, he's um, yeah. So all these comedians got their own DJs as they tour as well. So there's there's a lot of ways to get into the business. It's, it's, get into it's, the business. Definitely, do you, definitely. Do you see yourself doing this for you know? Because uh, seem like with DJing, it, it it doesn't have to be like a cutoff. You get what I'm saying? Because you're just yeah. up there mixing. But do you see yourself doing this like 20 years later or anything of that sort? Like, what's your what's your um, preference uh, I mean, as far as when you say you're I, I Definitely, in the next five, 10 years, I would love to retire, Prima. Really? <laughs> but I mean, I, I'll still DJ. You know, I mean, I, I would still love to do it the rest of my life. But but at the rate that we at DJ, me and me and the DJ Buddha, I mean. We uh, we go hard, man. We go uh-huh. we go six to seven days a week, one to That's two a gigs a night. Um, we have a radio mix show on FM radio five days a week, two shows a day. Uh, then we're in the clubs at night. Uh, we're touring constantly with the rappers. Uh, we're constantly on tour around Asia every weekend. Every other week, we're in another country in Asia. Wow. So it's um yeah, it's so y'all are very busy. So I can see how they can be kind of heavy on you. I can see why you want to retire in five to ten years. Yeah, and and we've been really, literally running this schedule. I would say since two thousand seven eight nonstop. Wow, nonstop. Yeah, I'm going dead. Well, I applaud you for that. <laughs> I don't know how you can do it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so it's been pretty nonstop, and but we've had great opportunities, you know, along the way. Um. Um, me and Buddha have started doing a lot of promoting as well, concert promotions. Uh, we bring in a lot of urban acts into Asia, setting up the tours for them, oh, wow. uh, co-promoting uh, major international acts such as uh, like uh, 2019. We did the weekend out here in Bangkok with okay. Live Nation, and uh, we helped co-promote that. Um, yeah, you know, we just. Uh, Sorry, sorry. That's okay. Uh, we've just been uh, nonstop with all that, and and I think promoting is a whole nother aspect that we are really, really looking into right now. Right. And, um, and uh, also we've been getting into the club business as well on the um, okay. partnership side of, of clubs, so that we can uh, take that next kind step. Of, right. You kind of lay low a little bit and still be in that same industry. Yeah, not go so because right? we pretty much know how, how, you know, we pretty much know how to run that industry now. So, yeah, just trying to hopefully sit sit in that back seat and and sit on cruise control for a while. Right. After. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Sound like you could use it. Sound like y'all been going hard for what almost a decade now. Yeah, man. <laughs> That's a Definitely. long time. That's Over a very long time. More than a decade. That's a great memories. I mean, amazing memories. I mean, just yeah, two decades. Because said two thousand. That's two decades going on. Yeah, two thousand. Yeah, we've been going hard from two thousand six, seven, eight till now, nonstop. Oh yeah, we're going on two decades of going hard. Do y'all have time for yourself? Are y'all able? 
Or do you consider your touring and going to different countries and stuff your vacation? Do y'all ever take time off? Kind of. Like, we, we do try to spend a few days when we go out somewhere far. Let's just say, like, whatever, London, uh, mm -hmm. Dubai, you know, Tokyo, uh, Australia. We do, we do right. try, to, try to spend an extra few days. But a uh, majority of the time when it's, like, Singapore, uh, you know, Malaysia, in and around Southeast Asia, yeah, we're in and out in less than 24 hours. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, like well, kudos to you guys. Fly in night, fly out, first flight out. <laughs> so that's a lot. I don't know if yeah. I can handle it. I'll be on energy drinks and all kind of stuff. Yeah, Coffee. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Gee whiz. But yeah, well, great kudos. time, good memories. I mean, you know, we've we we we've we've yeah, we've ended up meeting a, a whole bunch of great people through doing this and, and, and definitely mm. connections and, and building right. a network and, and, and meeting people along the way really helps uh I can imagine a career in, 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 in this whole DJ industry for sure, big time. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, I thank you so much, DJ Ono. I don't want to keep you too long because I know it's like, what time is it? Like one yeah, twenty, like one twenty, almost one thirty out here <laughs> in the morning, and you're on for me. So I appreciate that so much, so much. No doubt. Um, no doubt. I appreciate you having me on the show. Thank you. Thank I you. thank you. I thank you for taking the time out for me. Thanks for, you know, sharing your journey with us, letting us know how it started, uh, where you see yourself in the future, because I know there's people out there that, you know, either want to DJ, want to know where they can go with DJing. So it's possible to be, be that, that it person with DJ. You see it for yourself with DJ Ono. So you guys, thank y'all for tuning in again, DJ Ono. Thanks for coming on this time of the morning for me. I wish you much more success you know, in your clubbing Appreciate world, it. when you start to invest in the club industry and doing the promoting and all the stuff and finally get to relax a little bit for yourself. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah. Keep up the good work with that. And do you have any questions for me or anything before we end the segment? I mean, I mean, how, how you doing? How's everything over there? Like, what, what's the situation over there? Um, you in South so Carolina? In South Carolina, yeah. I've never, um, I've never been there. I, never. I, I would love you need to, to come. It's day. not much here to me, but you need to just come visit just to say you came. <laughs> I would love to. Would love to. <laughs> I don't know if it's much to do. You probably won't be as excited as you go to London or Dubai or something. But you have know. you traveled to Asia at all, Grandma? Or you're not? No, I have not. Oh, man, you need to come out. I this need way. to. Yeah, man. Hey, I need world, to. Another culture. It's it's. You might be a little culture shock, but nothing to worry about. Nothing. Nothing to worry about. We might have to set that up. I might have to, you know, come trail y'all or follow y'all around one night when y'all on uh, doing course, your DJ of thing. Of course, we'd be happy to host you if you come out here. Ooh, I would love that. We might have to set that up. Yeah, sure. Alan knows the deal, so. Alan, all right, Alan, we're gonna yeah. talk after the show. You got, you got you. <laughs> yes. Well, I thank you so much, DJ Ono. And as we always say on Let's Sip and Talk with Freema, peace and love. Peace and love.